You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. I really have a real simple word tonight that I want to share, and, and I think God right now is simplifying things. And the world's a little complex, a little confusing, a little challenging, a little difficult, a little hard to understand sometimes. And the kingdom's not hard to understand. So I'm just going to share a quick scripture. and I'm going to talk about the life that God came to give us, abundant life, a good life, a rich life, satisfying life, a good life, a fulfilling life, the life you and I want. Now, I didn't say the life you and I deserve, but the life that the perfect son of God deserves, who purchased for you and I to access what God originally intended for us to have. I want you to know his original intent for you and I was good. It was extraordinary, actually. He created you and I in his likeness to really do good things on the earth. You're not just forgiven and broken and destined for a miserable existence. That's not the kingdom of God. Yes, you are forgiven and destined for eternity, but you're also destined to experience the intent and the purpose of God on the planet. Tonight, we're going to activate the abundant life. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, I'm going to start real quick in the word, John 10.10. Very famous scripture. Uh, Talks about not just what the Father intended for us, but really that you also, you and I have an enemy. How great was Andre to John? What the heck, dude? You're crazy, man. You know, I think we need a little crazy in the kingdom. I'm tired of a church that doesn't move stuff and, and push buttons. God's looking for crazy people. I'm convinced of it. He's looking for audacious people. People that will actually believe him. He's not looking for religiously pious people. No, no, no. Let's read the word. It says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came, this is Jesus, that you might have life and have it abundantly. So right out of the gate, you got to understand that God has intended for us an abundant life. So the name of the message today is called the life quotient. In other words, your life should be measurable. It's not just turned on or turned off. And what I'd like us to do is try to locate ourselves in this message and in your life right now. And if you could measure your life on a life quotient scale, and one being pretty miserable, the devil's been in there stealing stuff from me, to 10 being I'm experiencing what God originally intended and paid for, Listen, he didn't buy you or I with silver and gold. He bought you, you, you and I with his son's precious blood, okay? So when you pay a great price for something, you actually want what you bought, right? You actually want what you paid for. You weren't on discount. The son of God's blood is not discount. It's full price. And so what God wants is what he paid for. And you know what he paid for? You. You and I. His intent is that he would have access to everything he created you and I to be. Wouldn't you like to access everything? Not one drop of blood wasted. 
because you allowed him to redeem, restore, bring back everything he intended for you and I. Come on. That's the kind of church we're in. That's the kind of God we serve. That's what kind of night we're in. Wednesday nights, man, stuff just happened. I think it's because Jeff and Claudia run this service, man. I'm telling you, every time Jeff opens his mouth, I'm like, ah, I wish he could just say more right now. Well, let's dive, let's dive into the, the life quotient. If you know anything about me, God speaks to me in acronyms. So I think quotient might be a little much tonight, but life works. Life works. So I found a couple concepts hidden in the word life that I think will help us move from that one where life's being stolen from us or we're squandering life to a 10 where we're experiencing abundant life. Listen, the price paid for us was so great that all of us have access to abundant life. So you ready to dive into this a little bit? You ready to see life turned on, life turned up, exceeding life, abundant life? Let's go. All right, let's go into the L. The L is lenses. You and I, if we're gonna experience abundant life, it's imperative that we see well. The first thing that we need healthy lenses toward is a healthy view of God. If you think God's mad or angry or impotent or frustrated, you, you will not be able to experience an abundant life, but if you have a proper view, proper lenses that understand God's powerful, he's, he's un, there's no force in the universe. He's not anxious right now. He's not fretting over the United States of America, uncertain of his inability to handle what's going on here. He's very capable, very potent. This isn't the first nation he's fixed. I'm just telling you, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not the first time he's dealt with corruption. He knows what he's doing. He's good. He's not just good and big on the grand scheme of things. He doesn't just hold the planets together and keep things in perfect orbit. He does do that, though. Do you think the one who has the ability to hold everything together might also have the ability to hold you together? But if you have a skewed lens that thinks that God doesn't care or doesn't have the ability to do something about your situation or any situation, then you cannot step in to the abundant life. Your lenses are everything. But it's not enough to just see God well, but there's gonna be some adjustments in the way you see God tonight, just in worship. Just in worship, I was like seeing the goodness of God. I felt like my lenses were getting clearer. And I was seeing once again, because I don't know about you, life leaves your windshield a little murky, leaves your windshield a little dirty. You do, you do a couple of days on the roads of life and you start to lose clarity. But when you get into the house of God, you see clearly again. You're reminded again that God loves you that he's for you, that he's good, that he's capable, that he's not done with you, and he's not done with the stuff you care about. I felt my lenses getting clean again. It's like, wow, God, the future's bright. But the other thing that's critical for you and I, if we're gonna have an abundant life, is that we see ourselves well. 
most of the breakdown in my life was because I wasn't seeing myself the way God saw me. I was seeing my life through a lens that needed approval or feared man or struggled for confidence and dealt with insecurity. We all do, we all do. But the secret to adjusting your lenses is beginning to get a comprehension of how God sees you. You're amazing. You're extraordinary. And when you begin to line up with the way he sees you and see yourself the way he sees you, you start to position yourself for his will for you. You think he's got good plans for you? Oh yeah, exciting? You think he's set you up for boring? I remember when I first came to church, it was like, they used to teach like, whatever you don't wanna do and probably absolutely hate the most, that's the thing God wants for you. So you'd be like afraid to say stuff out loud. Like, I don't, I don't want to go to Bosnia and be a missionary. Like, I don't want to do that because you thought somehow God was going to hear you and be like, <laughs> now I got him. I am pleased by how much misery you experience for God. No way, man. I'm a father. I don't think that way towards my kids. I look for my kids' passions and talents and abilities, and then I do everything in my power to bring about the things they are gifted and passionate about. I'm not trying to get in their way, I'm trying to help them. I don't ever have one day where I wake up thinking, hmm, how can I make my kid's life a little more miserable? Maybe I have a little lesson I can teach them this, no way, life will teach you enough lessons. Flip, God is good. He's good, he's good all the time. And you're good too. You're not an accident. Yeah, you might not be functioning and flourishing the way you know you can, but I'm telling you, you were created to function and flourish. It's God's will that your life works. It does, it is. So we're gonna have some lens adjustments tonight. We are gonna pray, we're gonna have the team up here praying uh, tonight. And I want you to come to do some business. And I'm gonna identify a few areas here um, that we're all gonna have an access to bring a shift so that we can raise the life quotient in our life. Let's talk about the I. We're only through the L. I is integrity. One of the things it said about David is he served God with skillful hands and integrity of heart. But I wanna talk a little bit about what integrity of heart is. Integrity has everything to do with faithfulness and it has everything to do with capacity. One of the things that we need to understand is that God doesn't have a small life for you. He's actually got a big life for you, a life that's bigger than you and your own needs. That's actually our definition of prosperity, is that you have more than enough for just yourself. Living for your own self is kind of a lame life. It's kind of a selfish life. It's kind of a boring life. God actually wants you to have a big life. He actually wants you to do things that you do not have the capacity to do in your own strength or your own power, but that's what he wants for you, and he's actually glorified when he can do something significant with your life. And so integrity means I'm faithful. Well, what does it mean to be faithful? Here's what it means. This is what we tell our kids when they started dating. We have three boys. This is good advice for you, Mayor. I got some, yep. I'm gonna put my love doctor hat on real quick, man. Give us some good coaching here. Young, handsome, bald, single man in church. I'm gonna help you out. No, listen, listen. 
This is what we tell our boys. Leave every relationship better than you found it. And now that can be a job. You could be handed a responsibility at work. Leave it better than you found it. When the boss or whoever comes back to inspect what they gave you, let them find it in better condition when they gave it to you. That's the definition of faithfulness. And faithfulness is part of integrity. The other part of integrity is capacity. When I, gotta, when I wanna get on a plane, I, I care that it can handle, I, I don't care how comfortable it is when it's on the ground. Do you know what I mean? I didn't get on the plane because of the cush seats and to be able to watch a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while and I haven't had time in the back of the seat. That's not why I got on the plane. I appreciate that I can watch a movie on the plane, but I got on the plane to fly somewhere. And so when God puts valuables on you, he intends that he can get them to their destination. And so I want the plane to have integrity. That means it can handle the speed, it can handle the, the, the altitude, it can handle the pressure. God wants you airborne. He doesn't want you grounded. He's wired you and engineered you to fly and go places and to work. He wants people to board your life and actually get to the place they're supposed to get to. That's integrity. We need an integrity quotient. If you're struggling with capacity and you're overwhelmed by what you currently have, maybe tonight, let God touch your capacity. If you haven't been leaving a trail of things better than you found them, but <laughs> you've been leaving a trail of, you know what? Well, come, come, let's, listen. That's not God's will for you. We can make some changes, make some adjustments, but let's get our integrity back on track. Finally, we got F. F is fuel. God wants us fueled properly. Come on. So how do I get fuel? It's interesting, I was watching, um, I don't know about you, but I think all of us binge watched just a little too much in 2020. You know what I mean? It was just, it was one of those, I, I don't even watch a lot of TV and I, I didn't realize how much, how many episodes of stuff I watched in 2020. And I was, I, I clicked on the Amazon, um, prime, whatever, shows, and I was just kind of looking through what I'd been watching. And I was kind of like, you know, it's not like I was watching like how to murder your neighbor or anything. It was, but I was, I wasn't watching fuel, things that were fueling me. And I realized I was giving myself to stuff that was probably not allowing my engine to function the way it was originally intended. And, and if we're gonna have an abundant life quotient, we need to feed on the right things. I'm gonna give you three things super quick that you need to feed on. First of all, it's the Word of God. The Word of God. I'll tell you where I'm at right now. I love the Word of God. Now, I'm a business guy. The Word of God is not for preachers. The Word of God is for people that wanna do life effectively. Okay, so I own businesses and I found there is no book, no manual, no life, no life script that gives me the power to do my job like this book. So I'm currently reading and I'm, it may at first sound a little overwhelming, but this is a typical day. I'll read, um, I'm reading Daniel, or uh, not Daniel, but David right now. First and second Samuel, oh my gosh. Talk about just epic drama. Um, and then I'll read uh, a Psalm a day and then I'll read a proverb a day. A proverb a day will keep your idiot behavior away. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. And then I like to read Matthew. I like to read one of the Gospels, so I'll just circle through the Gospels. I've been reading James. I read something in James. I felt like it's for the first time. And it was like pure and undefiled religion is this, that you care for, you care for orphans and widows. 
and you're not corrupted by wealth. I was like, where was that? How did I miss that? I thought I read this before. And you know, sometimes when you're reading this, it's reading you. And then I've been reading Revelation. Not because I'm trepidating about the end times either. Fearful of, no, it's because I wanna know the King of Kings. I wanna be acquainted with him so that I can overcome and be strong in the earth, amen? And then finally, so that's fuel. I need fuel, I need, I need fuel. You know what's interesting is I can read all those all within the time of one episode of one. I'm just saying like, I was like binge watching like four or five. I mean, I don't know, sometimes it was getting pretty scary. You know what I mean? And I think what happens is we get into situations and seasons that are confusing and frustrating. We kind of want to throw our hands up and just numb out and medicate. That's fine. Listen, we're not like a church that's going to preach against everything that you want to do. No, it's okay to watch a show. But what I'm saying is, is if you want an abundant life, you need fuel. You need fuel. That's why I love church. I don't know about you. I felt fuel in here tonight. I felt fuel. I want to go back to work tomorrow. Finally, one of the fuels that you and I need is the will of God. Remember what Jesus said? My food is to do the will of him who sent me. Come on, baby. You and I, we got work to do. We got stuff to do. Yeah, maybe the rug's been pulled out from us a little bit last year or last week uh, or at any time. But what I'm saying is right now, you and I have work to do. What I've discovered is when I get about God's business, it fuels my Life. Finally, we're going to end with this, and then we're going to pray. Worship team, guys, come back up. It's amazing what gets done in an hour on a Wednesday night. I'm just crazy. The E in abundant life is expectation. Because you got to understand the, the way God operates is through faith. For it is by grace you and I access the power of God for all the promises of God through faith. Faith is that mechanism where expectation meets reality. And I want to tell you, this year, we need an expectation. We need an expectation that God's going to show up, that God's going to show off, that God's going to be strong, and he's going to make our life the way he intended and purchased them to be, and that's abundant. Amen. Hey, uh, I want to pray with anybody here who's maybe doesn't know this extraordinary God. We're just going to take a quick minute. If you're in here, um, and, and just so you know, as we, as we, what the next like five minutes, what it's going to look like. Okay. So, um, anybody here who doesn't know this extraordinary God, um, we're going to give you an opportunity to know him. Then the rest of us who maybe have identified our life quotient isn't at the level of abundance, we're going to have an opportunity to have some of our prayer team pray for you in one of those four areas. Maybe it's your uh, lenses need adjustment. Maybe it's your capacity and faithfulness needs to go to another level. Or maybe you need some new fuel. Or maybe you just need to come up here expecting something big. But we're going to have an opportunity. Then we're going to kick all of you with kids out of here to go get your kids. Okay, so hey. But let's start with those who might not know God yet. Okay? Um, if you're here and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you need one. 
You need one. He's the author of abundance. He's the author of good. It's, it says in the Bible, he's the father of lights. There's no, sh no shifting in him. All he ever longs for you and I is good. But if you're here and you're out of relationship with him, he made provision for you and I to know him through his son, Jesus Christ. So while the rest of us might have our, our eyes closed, our head bowed, if you're in here and you know you need a relationship with God, with the author of your life, if you're here, could you just lift your hand? I wanna see who you are. We've been in a season where so many new people have been coming to church. If you're here, yes, sir, I see your hand. I see your hand right here, young lady, beautiful young lady. Come on, I, I can just feel a touch of God in here. I can see, yeah, I can see your hand. I feel like there's a few more of us. You know, don't just come to church um, and be in this atmosphere and not let it change you forever. God's got big plans. Anybody else in here? I can see a few of us. Yes, I can see you, sir. I can see you, ma'am. Man, God's got so much in store for you, sir. So much, I, I sense sometimes disappointment. Yeah, I can see you up there. Man, there's a lot of us. You know, just for the sake of time, um, I'm gonna hand, have all of us stand up. Can you do, do us a favor and give a hand clap for all the people? I see, yeah, all the people who said, yeah, they need Jesus. Just the beginning for so many of us. New beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. But we're all gonna pray with you. We're gonna lead you in a prayer to actually accept and invite and accept Jesus Christ into your life. To not just be your savior, but to be your Lord. Because when he's calling the shots, your life works. So would you follow me? Would, can we all pray together as a family? One more time, can we give it up for those people that said yes? Are you kidding me? There's a lot of you. Let's repeat after me. Father God, thank you for opening my eyes tonight to see that you're good and that you're for me and that you purchased me with your own son's blood because you love me that much. I realize I've been away from you. I've been doing it my way. I turn around tonight and I'm gonna move toward you and I'm gonna put my trust in you. I invite you into my heart, into my mind, into my ways, into my work, into my relationships. I allow you to transform me, to make me new, to take on your nature, your love, your heart. I receive you into my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.